The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. James Lopez is an author, educator, and US Army veteran whose personal experiences during the war in Iraq, combined with his love of history and adventure, were the inspiration for writing his first novel, De Use Vault, A Tale of the First Crusade. And he's with us here just now to talk about that book. How are you today? I'm doing good, thank you. Now, first of all, can you just describe what the overall premise behind the book is, really? Yeah, sure. It's uh, it, it chronicles one night's journey um, during the time of the First Crusade. Hmm. So that's that's basically what the book is about. Um, if I can just kind of describe it, talk about the title a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's Latin, and it's Deus, Deus Volt, ah. which stands for God wills, or God wills it. So it was, um, was kind of the rallying cry, or um, the battle cry of, of the Crusade. Crusaders in the, in the, during the First Crusade of Jerusalem, and that's where it comes from. Yeah. And would you say there are any underlying themes behind the book? Yes, actually, that uh, probably one of the main themes is trust and faith in God, um, which is a Christian theme. I wouldn't build myself as a Christian author or that it's a Christian novel, but mm. that's one of the main themes of the book is having trust and faith in God, because, um, and also the search for truth. These are some of the conflicts that the, the main character in the story is faced with. Um, you know, the Deus Vault, uh, I guess that it kind of implies that, you know, God wills it, God wills the first crusade, that it was ordained by God. Mm. And, it, you know, the, the main character kind of starts off believing that, that this was something that, you know, the, when the Pope issued the proclamation um, that called for the first crusade, that it was ordained by God, but it doesn't, he, he isn't sure that that's true. And so it kind of bothers him. And throughout the, the story, he's, he's, you know, questions that truth. And then he, he's really on a mission to kind of find out, is this what God wants? You know, are there other motives or narratives behind the, the first crusade? So that's, that's one of the themes is the quest for truth. The other one is the tr- putting your trust and faith in God. You know, again, the main character in the story, he is, uh, you know, a Christian, you know, a majority of Europe was Catholic at that time. And so he does put his faith and trust in God, but on the times that he doesn't, where he gets frustrated or he just takes matters into his own hands or puts his trust in the faith of others, especially the leaders of the first crusade, that's when things kind of don't go as well and, and end up kind of going badly in some places. So, <laughs> yeah. 
um, that's that's kind of one of the main themes too is is putting your trust and faith in God. Yeah. And where did you get the inspiration in the first place to write this book? Well, that's kind of an interesting story. Um, like you mentioned, I was a I was a, a veteran of the U.S. Army and I was deployed twice, once to Iraq and once to Afghanistan. Um, and I was in uh, on the border of Iraq in 2003, and this was we were in Kuwait. I was with Third Infantry Division, and we were you know getting ready to we're building up getting ready to invade Iraq but we weren't even sure it was going to happen so we were just kind of sitting out there in the desert um, and it happened one night that I was just kind of I don't know doing some kind of mundane camp duties and I was just staring out into that vast desert wasteland out there and just kind of letting my imagination roam and for whatever reason I started seeing this medieval knight you know kind of trudging through the desert alone by the light of the full moon carrying something and it was just kind of a random you know I wasn't having a hallucination but I was just you know letting my imagination wander and it seemed pretty random but then I started asking myself you know what is this about why am I imagining this you know what who is this person what is he carrying why is he there and that's kind of when the story started to take shape mm. and then later on you know I, you know the, during the, after the war and the time that I spent in Iraq the the story started to come together and then you know much later I, I did a lot of research on the first crusade which is just an absolute fascinating epic adventure and and really that was kind of the I finally found the context in which I wanted to tell the story. So it was like, you know, I can tell my story using the first crusade and it just kind of all came together in this novel. Yeah. And how much of your own experiences in the Iraq war have you put in the book? Have you put anything that you've experienced? Yeah, actually. I mean, there's, there's some correlations, I guess, or there, there's some things that, that definitely, um, like I said at the beginning, like uh, the, the main character um, kind of questions the narrative or the reason for the first crusade. Yeah. And uh, in my own experience in the war in Iraq, I mean, the whole whole reason we were supposedly there was because, you know, they had weapons of mass destruction or Saddam Hussein had these weapons of mass destruction. And and, mm. and that was false. That was a narrative, uh, you know, for our invasion. And so I definitely kind of um, kind of relate to the experience of, uh, of what happened with the, the character in the novel and also just his experiences. Um, some of the insp- uh, things that happened to me in Iraq, you know, I, it was a very dangerous situation, especially in, in Afghanistan. You know, I, I came close to death a number of times, you know, and I really, yeah. I ended up really putting my trust and faith in God and letting happen, you know, and that, that kind of gave me a peace, you know, being out there. I knew that I could die. I knew that, you know, some of the guys in my units did get killed and I knew it could happen to me, but just letting, letting God take control and what are, letting whatever happened, happen, that kind of, you know, gave me a piece out there. So that was another kind of um, a way I can relate to the main character in the story. Yeah, absolutely. So who would you say would actually enjoy the book? Do you have a particular audience in mind? Um, Not particularly, but I mean, it is, I, I tried very hard to, you know, um, use the historical timeline of the First Crusade, as well as a lot of the leaders. So there's a lot of history in the book. So if your audience, your listeners um, enjoy history, uh, especially medieval history, or history of the crusade and action like an action adventure story i think they would enjoy the novel um you know i I love action adventure action is something that i I really particularly enjoy writing especially like historical battles that's something i'm very interested in so i included a lot of that in the novel and so i think um your readers who who like that kind of thing would definitely you know enjoy uh, the novel yeah and the thing about history as well is that it seems to always be 
still relevant to today. So even if people think they don't like history, actually, they might quite like the book. Yeah, history definitely has a tender, uh, tendency to repeat itself. And so yes. I think that, you know, even though I didn't write the book as a like a political, to make a political statement, I think there's a lot of things going on right now that kind of echo things that happened in history, especially with, um, again, the search for truth kind of comes back to mind. It's like a lot of things going on right now, especially in society, um, especially some of the narratives that are being spun, so to speak, or some of the, a lot of the information that we give, it's like that we have on a daily basis. It's like, is that true? You know, what, what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> you know, you really have to, I think it's good to question it. So, mm-hmm. and really kind of search and hunt for the truth and not just, you know, believe that things people tell you, but yeah, definitely history um, tends, tends to repeat itself. Yeah, for sure. So how long did this book take you to write then? Because if it was inspired during the Iraq war, then that was more than a few years ago. Yes. <laughs> it, uh, that's it, it. Okay. Let's just say um, my, my deployment to Afghanistan was 2007, yeah. uh, 2008. Uh, you know, I spent a year there and that's kind of when I had, it's like, I knew what I had to do. I had to start doing research on the crusades, but I. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
it took a long time after that, 11 years. Um, I ended up going back to school. I, I have uh, two master's degrees in education. I, I currently work as a school counselor, but it wasn't until 2019 that I really decided it, it felt like it had to come out. I think yeah. there's a quote by William Faulkner that I like that says, if there's a story in you, it has to come out. So in 2019, I was like, okay, it's time. So I started doing research on the, the first crusade. And like I said, it was just an absolute epic, fascinating adventure. And the more I did it, the more excited I got to start writing this, the more excited I became to start writing this story. And then it it took two years to write it, um, revise it. Um, I had help from a historical fiction editor. Um, I found an artist that could could kind of put my vision for the the front cover, um, kind of create that for me. So getting everything together, writing it, doing the research um, and putting everything together took about two years from 2019 to the end of 2021. So it took a while, but I'm, I'm really happy with the way it came out. It came out the way I wanted it to, and it was very enjoyable. The whole process, you know. Yeah. Is this the first book you've written then? Um, first novel, yes. It's yeah. my it's my first uh, attempt at a novel. I've been a writer my entire life. Um, I've been writing all the way since elementary school, all the way up through high school. I took a lot of literature and creative writing in college. Um, and since that time, you know, I've done a lot of short stories. Um, I, I dabbled a lot in poetry and I've got some of that published, you know, short stories and poetry. Um, but this is my first attempt at a, a full length novel. And it was kind of a big undertaking, but it was, like I said, an enjoyable process. And, you know, I, I'm really happy the way it came out. Yeah, I guess it could be quite hard because I would have real issues if I was to write a novel because you have to kind of know how to structure it and stuff, don't you? Because you can come up with a plot and whatever but when it comes to writing down pages and pages how do you actually do that yeah that's i mean that's a very good question it mm. it, it it started out for me doing the research right and then i just had i had the timeline of, of events from the first crusade and then i already kind of had the story structure in my mind and so i was able to kind of just piece by piece, um, put it together. Um, and then after that, it's, I, I kind of compare writing a novel to like creating a sculpture out of clay. You know, once yeah. you're finished, you kind of have like a rough outline of, of what you wanted. That's kind of like the rough draft, but you have to keep refining it. You have to keep going back in, adding things, taking things away, you know, and it really helps to have an editor or somebody that can give you kind of guidance to do that mm-hmm. and kind of give you a, like a, an objective um, um, uh, view to what you're writing. And then give you a lot of feedback. And that's kind of what I did. It actually went through like four, maybe even five revisions um, before it was finally done. But yeah, you have to have the structure. You have to kind of know where you're going with everything. And then it just takes a long process to revise, to review, to to keep making it better. You know, I don't think it's ever quite done. Like you always think, oh, I can make it a little bit better. But uh but I'm like I said, I'm kind of happy where it was, and it was just kind of a long process of revising it and getting it to where I wanted it to be. Yeah. And now that you've done one novel, are you thinking that you might want to do a few more in the future? You know, that's that's another good question. There's other things in history that I, I would like to do. Um, I mm. think this novel has the potential for a follow-up. I think there's there's definitely more um, that the character could do or say in, in regards to the Crusades and a lot of the things that could happen during you know that time period. Um, but there's also one other characters that I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, I, I really love history. Um, there's one character, uh, Vlad the Impaler from Vlad Dracula. <laughs> now, I'm not talking about, you know, Bram Stoker's Dracula, you know, the, the 
blood sucking Dracula, but the historical actual character of Vlad the Impaler, um, that that's very interesting to me. And I think it would be make an interesting novel as well as focusing on the history of, of Vlad and, as opposed to, you know, being a, a vampire. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And when you're not writing, do you have other things that you like to spend your time doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I love to travel. Um, I've done quite a bit and uh, I love adventurous pursuits. I'm kind of a bit of an adrenaline adrenaline junkie i like i've done skydiving bungee jumping um scuba diving is something that i've been into for many years and it's i've done that um all over the world so it's you know it's it's really a a fun uh pastime but traveling too i mean i don't just like to travel I like to experience new cultures, you know, and I, I definitely delve into the history when I, you know, visit new countries and um, try to find out as much about the the culture and the history as I can. So I, th- those are some of the things that I like to do in my in my off time. I haven't done as much over <laughs> the last couple of years, as you can imagine, with the yeah. difficulties travel. And I actually haven't you know, gone scuba diving in two years, but I'm, I'm really um, itching to get back into that again. So as soon as I can do that, I would love to do it some more. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully it won't be too long until we oh, can travel and do more fun yeah. stuff because it's been ages now hasn't it it has seems like it <laughs> yeah and just back to the book quickly because i always like to talk about the cover of books and yours is pretty cool isn't it because you've got all sorts of buildings in the background the nice sunrise or sunset and a soldier at the front with a sword maybe in the process of killing somebody i don't know yeah the the, the first crusade was an extremely brutal um bloody and uh, you know, there was a number of massacres that took place. So it, it definitely, I think all the crusades were, were pretty much that way. It wasn't, you know, just the first crusade, but um, uh, yeah, the background is significant. As you can see, there's the crescent moon from Islam um, yeah. versus the, the cross, which, you know, kind of signifies the holy war, which the crusades were a holy war. Um, and then the main character, he's, he's, you know, I wanted the, the art, artist to capture pain and anguish on his face because that's a lot of what the, the main character experienced um in the crusade and as you can see what's also significant is the the golden crosses that are kind of draped over his hand over the sword um i'm not going to talk too much about that I, i'd rather your your reader or your listeners uh, read the story but yeah. those are significant um and then the background is 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 jerusalem it's supposed to be um uh kind of the the silhouette of jerusalem in the background so yeah that's pretty cool well where are we able to check out the book if we'd like to read it right now it's available on on Amazon KDP. So if your if your listeners can go to Amazon KDP and then just type in um, Deus Vault, uh, a tale of First Crusade, or Deus Vault, my name James Lopez. You know they they should see it there. Um, also, I did make a website just to promote it a little bit, so I can go ahead and tell you what that is. It's Deus Vault, D-E-U-S-V-U-L-T dash T-F-C dot com. Yeah. So it's Deus Vault dash, not dot, dash T-F-C dot com. And there, there, there's links to Amazon as well as a little bit more about the book and about myself if your listeners would like to check that out. Great. Well, thanks very much for joining us here on the show today. It's been great chatting to you. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show. 